It's for people that are dealing with IBS, Crohn's. We have people in diabetes too. I have people that are 350 pounds or the people trying to lose their last 10 and have Olympic athletes. It's for everybody who is really trying to get the most out of their vitality and their immune system. The rest is easy. Welcome to the Quacks and Hypochondriacs podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Bill Farrow. I started my career as a chiropractor in health clubs, turned into a gut health expert. So if you want to call me a quack, you wouldn't be the first. On this podcast, we will give you the inside scoop on the so-called quacks of the world, quackery claims, who you should and shouldn't listen to, and why sometimes hypochondriacs have every right to be paranoid about their health. With me always, my co-host, Erin O'Hearn. Boy, is she lovely. Beautiful dark glasses today. Uh, according to her Instagram, as we know, she's a mother of three amazing kids, and they really are amazing. Married to this super handsome guy uh, with a great sense of humor, really nice arms and upper shoulders as well. Uh, she's a runner, yoga lover, new puppy owner, maybe not so new anymore. No. Journalist for ABC News in Philadelphia. Erin, how's it going today? It's really good. I'm multitasking. Sorry, one of my three kids. Um the school called and I had to respond right away, but everything's going great. Yeah. Well, what's the school? There's like? a lot of snow. The school wanted to know why I didn't send a note in saying that someone was coming home with me. There's too many things to juggle. The kids are too busy. There's too many notes. There's too many forms to fill out. There's too many emails to respond to. It causes a lot of anxiety and anxiety causes you to want to eat badly <laughs> and eating badly causes you to gain weight and gaining weight causes you to live an unhealthy life. So Dr. Farrow, <laughs> it's a good thing that we're on this podcast together today. Absolutely. I mean, we've, we've discussed so many different episodes. We talked about diving deeper into our skincare, which by the way, I got all my products. My son, Jet, as you had mentioned about Sienna, worried about kind of the acne. So we started getting some mm -hmm. acne at the top right and we used a face cleaner and I put his, whatever his product is, the, I don't know, skin, skin so light or anti-aging on one side of his face. The next day it was like clear, even he, <laughs> he was like, this is like a miracle. And I'm like, I'm like, well, obviously we've also been dealing with his diet and making him drink a lot of water. And he, you know, so mm -hmm. anyway, really, really good stuff. We talked about gut health and more importantly, it's relationship to COVID-19 and how studies mm -hmm. are showing that you're 50% less likely potentially to get COVID-19 if you have a healthy gut. Uh, and mm -hmm. now new strains coming out of California, I would say it's uh, probably important to revisit that one. Uh, we talked about trauma, how to heal past trauma, which is basically mm -hmm. unresolved pain. And mm -hmm. uh, ultimately about being whole and complete. Uh, mm -hmm. But John Sequera, that was really cool in unleashing the giant within. And we made fun of some diets and fads and some of the failures that are out there. Yeah. Um, but so, all in good fun and all the way to educate every, our listeners on don't, I feel like this is a great time investment to save you money and time in the long run, because there's so much out there right now. I mean, health and wellness is an enormous industry, right? And probably you correct me if I'm on the wrong percentage here, but I would say 90% of it is sort of just this cyclical fad, right? And, and, and more geared towards just weight loss and your physical appearance as opposed to being whole and complete. Yeah, I would say that 
Um, to let them off the hook, it's just a paradigm that's wrong and they just don't have the latest research and science. So everyone's mm -hmm. talking about digestive health and they just don't know how to harness it. And also, you know, this is the chance for people to kind of break up with their past relationships with all those fads and mm -hmm. processes. So I always give them a little name. So there's Keto Keith, who uh, always starts <laughs> off real promising, but then you end up sick in bed uh, <laughs> and weight just comes back after you guys break up. Uh, so that he's, he's on my list and I see why I never liked the name Keith. I, I avoided dating Keith's at all costs. Well, listen, that's a personal preference. If they had a cool last name though, like, uh, Richards, maybe that would be, uh, <laughs> there are times that keto can really help people. And I see that they get so into it because they lose this weight when they haven't lost weight in a long period of time but it, it's not great for the biodiversity. Mm -hmm. and of course you have cardio crazy Sally who has <laughs> who like, I used to be, yeah, who has like ripped clothes and like looks really cool <laughs> and screams at you for the whole cardio class. And then when you're done, you're just so ravenous that you're in the parking lot eating Chick-fil-A and a mocha. Right. Fry, you know? mm -hmm. um, and she's like in the car next to you doing the same exact thing. So it's not that cardio is bad. It's just a lot of times it's just too crazy and too intense for someone who's not you know ready for it. Um, what's my other guy's name? Oh, supplement, Sam. Oh yeah. Supplement, Sam. Yeah. Guy doesn't have a job. You spend all your money on him <laughs> <laughs> and it doesn't work. That's, that's uh, supplement, Sam. Uh, then of course you have uh, medication, Mike, which, uh, it, it never ends, but always, <laughs> you're always chasing medication, Mike, one day he's got this going on. So the goal oh. here is, not, is to realize that it's just the paradigm. When we look outside for our health, we're missing, we're missing the evolutionary process here. Mm -hmm. we've, we've evolved to have these microbes in our body and it just works really, really well if you just allow your body to unleash it. And it all makes sense too. But um, I just wanted to sort of take this opportunity because I think sometimes, you know, with these podcasts and especially talking to you, which you're a wealth of knowledge. And that took a lot for me to admit it today. A lot. Um, and I said it and I kind of got anxiety after it came out of my <laughs> mouth, but we'll leave that. How uh, so, Aaron? How so am I a wealth of knowledge? <laughs> I don't think we need to do that. But I did, I sometimes I like to revisit things from the basics, like go back to the beginning, you know, what are the basics of the program? What was the genesis of the program? Uh, why did you make the transition from being a chiropractor to getting into gut health? And do you wish that you had made some sort of bet with people that you wouldn't be a quack? Because way back when you started it, when it, back when it was proactive, I don't know, no one, everybody thought a microbiome was like Elon Musk's house on Mars or something. Right, yeah, right. But so can you remind everyone, you know, how you got started, how you were inspired by your kids, by your friends, by what you saw in your chiropractic offices? Yeah, I think I'm, I've always looked for the shortcut <laughs> in life. Uh, you know, my mom's like, you're the shortcut king. You know, if if you had to mow the lawn, I'd find a way to have two push two lawnmowers side by side so I could get it done in half the time. Uh, mm -hmm. So when I was in chiropractic school, I looked very clearly and I said, you know, I don't want to be someone that just is working on people constantly trying to get them out of pain when physically they're, they just not, not going to change. And I'll just keep doing the work over and over again. So I really got into that kind of preventative type process. And I got out and I started a chiropractic office and boy, 
life hits you very quickly to realize you don't know business at all, right? Because when you mm-hmm. start practice, you know, you just want to help people and here you are starting a practice. Mm-hmm. And also you want it to align with your philosophy. So my philosophy was to get people healthy. And yet the conflict is if I got them healthy fast, I couldn't bill more to the insurance. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how is this a, a business model? Like, I don't like that type of that just does not work. Did you feel like, yeah, it was like almost you were like you were bamboozling people. I'm a fraud. Back, and, right? yeah, and, and, and listen, it's rampant in our, med- in our healthcare system. It's like, yeah, do another test. And I'm not saying doctors go in into it thinking that way, but ultimately the pressures they have now that all those corporations, like you have to make a living. So, and also you have to cover your butt because you're going to get sued if you don't run every test as well. So there's a lot of dynamics there that have just made our healthcare so expensive and it's really not healthcare, it's sick care. We're not getting any help out of it. So I looked at an opportunity to grow the grow my own practice. And I, by luck, a guy that owned a gym came in and he had terrible shoulder issues. And I was actually really good at working on shoulders. And he's like, oh, this really helped me. Thank you so much. He's like, you know, I have a gym down the street. I'll give you a free gym membership. So I got a free gym membership and trade for the chiropractic services. Well, then I'd be working out at the gym and I loved health, fitness, nutrition and working out. And he'd say, can you just work on me here? And I said, well, I really need my table. He's like, I'll buy one and put it in the drink closet. So here I am with a chiropractic table in a drink closet with all these huge ABB drinks. I don't know if you remember the drinks from the past, like the muscle milks, like the bottle looked yeah, like you eat the crap. I was on that table. Yes. Uh, yeah, you yeah I remember. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so what ended up happening is all the gym members started saying, hey, I would like to get aligned and I'd like to learn more. And I started talking about diet and nutrition. Before I knew it, that kind of sparked the business opportunity. So I was able to live true to what I wanted to do, which is health and wellness, put this office in a gym. And I actually grew it to 30 locations across the country. So you would think, awesome. I've, I've, um, met, I've, I've done it. I've done I, it. I, I, I've arrived. Yeah, I'm, I'm here. And what killed me was I watched people fail constantly. I watched them join the gym, gung-ho. We sat in front of them. I mean, I've sat in front of hundreds, if not thousands of people when they first joined the gym. Some of these gyms would sign up two to 300 new people per month, only to not see them in six to seven weeks, right? And of course, we always blame the person's willpower and motivation. And I'd sit there and I'm an enthusiastic guy and I believe in everybody. So I would give them everything. I'd write up meal plans. And at that time, it was all calories in, calories out, work with the mm-hmm. fanny pack trainer over there with a can of tuna fish hanging out of his pocket and let him <laughs> eat the crap out of you. And I'll tell you what to eat. And I just watched people fail over and over again. And truthfully, I blame them. I was like, you know what? These people are not motivated. It's not that difficult because I was young. I was 26 at the time. You weren't that young. Yeah. Okay. So 26 <laughs> at the time, and I'm sitting here thinking, this can't be that hard. Well, I hadn't lived on the planet that long. I haven't been exposed to all the toxins that the people that I was governing in their 30s and 40s and 50s. I didn't have kids and the other stressors that that were upon them. And you don't really think to make that connection back then. And then a woman came in and she's like, well, she was pissed at me. She's like, I followed everything you've said. I've done this religiously for four to five months. She worked out. She literally did a spin class in the evenings. She did a, like a at the time it was a step class in the morning and worked out with a trainer three times a week. If you watch what she was eating, it's literally everything that is in every magazine possible, you know, the whole wheat with the turkey and the banana and all the stuff Mm -hmm. that they tell you to do. And she wasn't losing a pound. So, of course, we send her to like five different doctors to get this phantom diagnosis and it all comes up empty. So she's anxious. She's depressed. And I had a friend at the time that was kind of my out there friend. And he gave me a book on digestive health, basically microbiomes. And it was really small. But I was like, hmm let's talk about her history. And I was really good at asking people about their history. And she had mentioned that 
she was sick a lot as a kid and always on antibiotics, a lot of ear infections, strep throat. And I said, huh, I wonder if you're still having the effects from that. So we got some off the shelf probiotics. I put her on an elimination reintroduction process and she lost like 32 pounds in a month. And oh it was my gosh, that's crazy. Right. That was, that was your come to Jesus moment. Absolutely. But then I was like, well, is this replicable? Right. So then I started because changing your diet, when you look at it, it's difficult. It's just something you're doing two to three times per day, right? It's the biggest habit you have and it's, it, it, is it replicable? And then because I had always watched so many people not follow through with what diets I've given them or nutrition plans that I'd given them. And then what happened was she said it was easy. And I was like, oh, okay. So we put another person on it and they said it was easy. We put another person on it and they said it was easy. And the more I started looking at the microbiome, I realized, oh, that's because all your body's serotonin is made in your gut and that's your happy hormone. So you get happier. Uh, you're seeing quick results. So that makes you happy. You're lowering inflammation and insulin resistance. So you're converting fat to energy much easier. You're actually doing it in your sleep without being cardio crazy or, or hooking up with Keto Keith and Supplement Sam. You're doing all these things and each day it gets easier when in the past, what I've done for them is I beat the crap out of them and, and counted their calories and lowered their calories and actually made it harder for them. And, uh, and that was it. Once I started doing that, I was like, I just don't want to work on people physically anymore. When I can work on their physiology, it was much more rewarding and uh, it was direct to consumer. And basically that's how better health, the idea and the paradigm shift, mm -hmm. no more punishment, all nourishment. And your body will, will flourish. But so when you say no more punishment and nourishment, there's two things. Like if you were to look at the mission statement of better health, right. And, and sort of the idea behind it, there's two things going on, which is one, rethink what you put into your body and two, rethink how you sort of retrain yourself. In other words, it's not, I mean, Explain that a little bit about how you, you, you change people's mindset and how they think of success versus failure. It's not just the food part. It's also the approach to food. So it's what you're feeding that's important. Um, you're feeding the microbiome. So your, your microbiome, as we discussed on the last podcast, outnumbers your human cells 10 to 1. So you have 300 trillion natural bacteria that all make their own genes. They have 3 million genes themselves. And that microbiome, it is responsible for how you think, your mood, your sleep, your regulation of your blood. So I'm not trying to change anybody's mindset. I'm actually just trying to change their environment. Much like if you take an inner city child that is just in the stress and the chaos of an inner city life, and they're not eating great food, and you, you take them on a camp, that's why they do this. They take them on a camp for two weeks out in the woods, and they're eating right, and they're like a different person, just like all of us. That's why we go on vacation, right? To change our environment. Why won't we just change our internal environment for a little bit? Why won't we just give the microbiome a chance? And then rather than saying you were a bad person, you have to change your mindset. You have to commit. You have to commit. You don't have to commit to anything. You just have to feed the microbiome, and the microbiome will, will reduce all your cravings. When you're you heard from Sadir on our skincare. He said, when you're craving bad food, that's your microbiome craving it, not your brain. Your brain's not like, oh yeah, I want to punish myself and I want crappy food. Uh, and so I don't spend time changing people's mindset. I spend time helping them fuel their microbiome. And the best part about it is think about how fast, if you would say, does bacteria grow fast or slow? 
everyone knows fast. bacteria is super fast, right? right? That's good news. That means that if I feed it right within 24 to 48 hours, the populations are just ramping up very quickly. So you can get such quick results. And that's been something we shied away for quick results. That means it must not be good for you. Well, yeah, quick results. If you're punishing yourself and doing the cabbage soup diet and running around with keto Keith and, oh, I forgot about CrossFit Fat Freddy. <laughs> CrossFit this guy is responsible for making your shoulders look like a linebacker and blowing out your knees at the same time. I don't, can I, can I ask you something? Sure. The CrossFit thing I don't get, and you know that I'm really into fitness, right? Like I, I, I am willing to try anything. Not, I, I don't want to bash CrossFit because there's plenty of people who really sure enjoy do. it. Sure you do. You like it. This is a pastime of yours to bash things. And I, do not. <laughs> it sure is, oh. especially celebrities. Yes, me too. Um, CrossFit right. is great when you're ready for it, when you're doing CrossFit and you are ready for it and you like maybe just left the Marines. Yeah, right. CrossFit's phenomenal. But what happens is, and I used to have one of my doctors, we had an office right next to a uh, CrossFit and we used to call it CrossFix because the guy was constantly busy with shoulders and knees because people just weren't sure. ready for that. So it's not that CrossFit is bad. The issue is, is that the mentality is again, punish, 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 and mm -hmm. not nourish. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and then they got onto this whole paleo thing for a while as well, but because you got a bunch of lunkheads throwing around tires. My mom mm -hmm. does not need to throw around tires for mm -hmm. her health and longevity. In fact, if there's anything that's going to put her in a wheelchair faster, it's that. Yeah. Right? She needs to, to fuel and nourish. Uh, so I, I guess back to the point is it shouldn't be this difficult for people to express health. And it's mm -hmm. not because somebody has a better mindset than somebody else. So the mission statement for me is let yourself off the hook. This isn't your fault. It's the environment. There's mm -hmm. 80,000 chemicals. Um, we talked about that on the skincare, how quickly the, the petrochemicals uh, go right into your skin within 60 seconds. And people say, really? And I say, have you heard of the nicotine patch? If they can put a patch on you and put nicotine through your skin into your body, what do you think is happening with all those chemicals you're putting on? So it's harder for women to lose weight. Why? Because on average, you're using 16 more personal care products than a man. Men are not slathering themselves with this stuff. You guys are literally putting it on every single day, day in, day out, destroying the external microbiome as well as the internal microbiome. And then you go, my, my stupid ass husband did the same program as me. He loses 32 pounds and I, I'm struggling to lose 15. Mm -hmm. It, it happens every day on my, every week, every week, they're like, oh, he, you know, he can eat whatever he wants. No, he's also not as toxic, believe it or not. So the miss, mission is to really let people off the hook and then show them step-by-step step how easy it is to restore your microbiome. And once that happens, you're going to come off your diabetic medication. Your acid reflux is going to go away. Those migraines you've been dealing with for decades, they'll be gone too. And it's mm -hmm. not a, it's not a miracle. This is the miracle is your is the evolution of your body and, and how it works unimpeded when given the opportunity. But who, so who is better health for? Because like all, what, what you're saying is making sense, but I always try to play devil's advocate because as a reporter, you're trying to show both sides and really ask the questions for people who can't ask them directly. So if you had a person listening today and they said, yeah, 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 fine. This is like another quack that's going to restrict what I eat. Life's too short. How am I supposed to avoid all those chemicals? And as far as the skincare, well, if it doesn't have those chemicals, then it doesn't really work. Like what are, what is your answer for who this is for and how do you combat some of the cynicism? 
Yeah. I mean, the first reason why people seek us out is generally because they see weight loss and it's usually because their friend or family member has done it. Usually weight loss, is like the number one motivator, why people say, Oh, look, look what Sheila, you know, I'll have what she's having. Um, the, in, <laughs> the funny part about it is sometimes our members don't shut up. They talk about it so much that the person thinks they joined some type of multi-level marketing scam and they're about mm-hmm. to have like boxes and boxes of crap show up at their door right. uh, just by saying yes. Or because, be branded. Yeah. Because they're so, but they're so, but yeah, branded is one. Um, that would be cool <laughs> to be. Uh, but anyway, they, they get so they're just like, this works, this works. And then the person, the other person's like, all right, you're, you're too much. And then the person starts to say things like, yeah, it's great. I did this elimination reintroduction. I'm drinking tons of water. And the person goes, whoa, whoa I don't know if I could do that. Right. And the reason why they, they say that or get where you said like life's too short is because they're not experiencing how good they feel. Right. Once you start experiencing good, they feel and Aaron, I brought this up once to you is like, if someone told you to stop running, you would die. Some people say, if you made me start running, I would die. Mm -hmm. And the difference is, is they know physiologically they're not ready for it, but you're ready for it. Your body craves that. Mm -hmm. It craves that activity. Mm -hmm. We're just going to shift that, that craving. So when someone gets like cynical and skeptical, which I almost wish we had, I don't wish this, but our reviews are, I think we average 4.9 stars on Google and Facebook, and we have a thousand of them. People are cynical and skeptical of that. Right. <laughs> like, of how do you have so many five-star views? I'm like, that's just because we use the body to do to work and we let people do it at their own pace too, Aaron. It doesn't mean just because you get started, you have to do everything. It's called better, not perfect health. We, we try to meet the person where they're at, right? Instead of arguing like, if I had 200 expert dietitians on this phone and expert uh, doctors, they would never come to one conclusion on what's the best protein, what's the best this. There'd be five different ways that they could say, well, tofu is terrible for you. And then I have five other people saying how amazing tofu is. I don't argue over that stuff. That doesn't make sense to me. What makes sense is meeting in the middle and starting with the microbiome. And then once you get this education and this knowledge, you can eat pizza a couple of times. Yeah. You know, you can enjoy yourself. Yeah. And you know what? So I have been... I first did the better program, I don't know, years ago, right? And so my motivation was mostly because I have Crohn's disease. So it was less about weight loss um, and more about just making my gut feel better and having a healthier approach to food because my because I adopted a, a healthier lifestyle. And with that, I noticed some the symptoms started to go away. But then when I really followed the better program. You know, I haven't had Crohn's symptoms in more than a decade. What I realized is that once you get into the habit of, and maybe habit isn't the right word, but once you get into the practice of eating and sort of go through this initiation period where, you know, you are referencing the, I don't want to say rules, but the guidelines and you're understanding what choices to make and what choices not to make. Then fast forward a year down the road, or even a few months down the road, when you feel like you've established that right, that internal balance, then all of a sudden it's kind of easy to toggle back and forth. Like you can have a weekend where, you know, you, you have a pizza or you have, you know, cooked ribs or tequila. Well, tequila is, you know, that's not once in a while. (laughs) It's an anti-inflammatory. Let's not get carried away. Um, And you don't have a problem going back because you actually feel better knowing that, oh gosh, when Monday hits, I'm going to feel so much better when I get on track. It's like, it's similar to exercise in that 
you take a day off or a couple days off. And I know that sounds like crazy, but that's really all I can take off because I, I just enjoy it so much and it just helps me mentally. But, you know, like sometimes on a Sunday night, I'll think I cannot wait to get up and like start eating right again. And that sounds ridiculous, right? To some people, because I can picture, well, not to you, but I can picture you walking into your family. They can (laughs) see some signs on your face and say, Hey Ma, how about running an apple? <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, no. Or run. It's, Here's it's some not, kombucha. It's Here's not your running how, sneakers. You it's go. Not how about it's please, <laughs> please for the love please, of God, take a run yeah. and have an apple. Yeah. Okay. She's running. Okay. She made it down the block. Okay. We can all relax now. Well, you, you asked a question. I don't think I answered it. It's for people that are dealing with IBS, Crohn's, we have people in diabetes too. I have people that are 350 pounds or the people trying to lose their last 10 and have Olympic athletes. It's for everybody who is really trying to get the most out of their vitality and their immune system. The rest is easy. The weight loss, all that other Mm -hmm. stuff, the sleep, those are byproducts. We have people with PCOS. I have people, infertility. We have an infertility clinic sending people to us and we're able to help them have babies naturally Mm -hmm. uh, as as our, our guests Dr. Simmons was talking about with cancer, by keeping a healthy gut microbiome, we are reducing the estrogen load and helping prevent cancer. So always the main motivation or the reason why people see us is like, ah, I wanna lose some weight, I I want better sleep. Some people have given up on weight loss. Actually, you'd be shocked at how many people in their 50s and 60s come to me and say, I just wanna feel a little bit more energy and not so tired all the time. If I get the weight loss, great, but I don't even think I'm gonna get it. And then three weeks in, they're like, holy Moses, I'm down 32 pounds. I, right. I haven't been able to lose this weight, you know, ever. And the research will just kind of comb through this research and then we'll take some questions because we have Kim and, and Cece in the line and Kim's yeah. actually uh, done the program and mm-hmm. so family members and Cece's never has. So I'd love to hear you know, kind of her take and her questions, but. Well, I'd love to hear about before we get to them, because I do want to hear their questions, but I, I also want to hear this, the research that I think is the most reliable from an outstanding institution. There we go. Really, that is enormously selective in who it accepts. It doesn't just um, the anybody. standards. It, so, so I'm talking about the Cornell University study. Oh wow! I, Interesting. Enough. I actually, uh, ironically or coincidentally, I should say, I am a graduate uh, with a Bachelor that of Science from Cornell right. University. It is, uh, may I remind you and everyone listening, a, an Ivy League school. Is that right? Uh, <laughs> it's the lowest Ivy. It's the one you can reach. And you- I, think, I think what the what they do, Dr. Farrow, and you wouldn't know this because you didn't attend an Ivy League school, um, is that they're tiered. Uh, and certainly Cornell sort of makes up for that. Um, it has a, it, it's one of, it's the largest, I think it's the largest Ivy if, or one of the largest it is does have the reputation as the easiest get, to get into, but it is the hardest to stay in. So, okay, um, well, I have I have questions for our audience. So, Cece, I have a question for you. Um, mm-hmm. You know how you can always tell if someone uh, does CrossFit? How? Don't worry, they'll tell you. <laughs> hey, 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 Kim, do you know how you can tell if someone's gone to Cornell? <laughs> Don't, <laughs> Don't worry. worry, they'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. Okay. So, anyway, so what was some of the research? Well, ironically, that <laughs> research out of Cornell had to do with mental health. 
shockingly. Is it so, ironic or a coincidence? Coincidence. So okay. the researchers at Cornell University got the idea to disrupt the microbiome of laboratory mice to see what the impacts might have on their mental health. And what they found is similar to anxiety disorder in humans, a lack of a healthy microbiome was associated with continuous stress with when there was no threat around. Uh, and a similar study, researchers worked with uh, the Gut Flora Project to study stool samples of over a thousand patients, a little over a thousand. And what they found is individuals with symptoms of depression uh, consistently had lower amounts of specific types of gut bacteria. And that's, hmm. and that's a lot what Dr. Wishmeyer was saying about even COVID patients 24 hours into the ICU uh, or the hospital, uh, they were um, already saw that the bad bacteria was now outweighing the, the good bacteria. Right. And taking that one step further, the researchers found that uh, these missing or lowered species of bacteria produce substances associated with lower anxiety and increased positive feelings. So it's really mm -hmm. that the mental health to me is the cornerstone of all of this because we're all feeling this anxiety. I mean, before the pandemic, we had a pandemic of anxiety, mental health, and diabetes and hypertension. We already had a pandemic of health issues. We had more. We have more kids now with food allergies. When I was growing up, there was one kid in the whole school that had a peanut allergy. And now it's half of a table. There was no such thing as ADHD, right? Mm -hmm. there were a few kids that were the class clowns, but usually that had to do with some stuff that was at home. And yes, mom, it's not you that was at home. It was me, I was the class clown, sorry. But it wasn't <laughs> this rampant attention deficit disorder. So what has happened to us? Why are everybody in their twenties? You know, I, I have these parents that are 40 and 50 years old and they're saying, yeah, you got to work on my daughter. She's 22. Her and all of her friends are depressed and miserable, yet they have brand new cell phones, cars. I paid for their college. They've been on more spring break vacations than I've ever even gone on vacations in my life. What are they so depressed about? What do they have to be depressed about? And it actually creates this stress between the parent and the child. And the child's like, well, what do you have to be so stressed about? You weren't so bad. And then the grandfather's saying, screw all of you. I was in Korea. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, like everybody has their, their cross to bear, but really what we don't understand that's happened to our 22 year olds is they grew up on Lunchables and mm -hmm. chemicals and dyes and way more bad stuff than we have. And so their microbiome is so off. They don't even know where they're anxious and depressed. And then to make it worse, we send hours and hours of counseling as, as Dr. Pedram was telling us, right. Just reliving the trauma, but that's the old methodology. We're not, you know, we need to reset it from the inside. And this research speaks to that very clearly. Yeah. And I, you know, I actually think that this is, this gives me an idea for another podcast. And I really think that we should have a podcast focused on helping parents educate their kids on better eating because so, and I know you do this too, but I really try to feed my kids food, not you know, food, like Dr. Simmons said, not food like substances. I mean, we don't keep junk in the house. Like, yes, do they eat potato chips? Yeah, but they don't eat Doritos. They don't eat Cheetos. They don't have little bites around. So I won't say my kids are, are perfect by any means, but like my kids are really happy kids. Like they are. Anything to do with the pool in the backyard? And the <laughs> You just said, well, whatever. The, the pool salt water, so there's no chemicals. So anyway, I do think that that has to do with some of it because they eat really well, but they complain to me a lot about, well, my friends have this and they don't, and I don't get that at lunch. And why can't we have this? And, you know, as a kid, it's hard to understand. Maybe. So I'll tell you how I've handled that with my kids. And you're really good at making fun of other people. So I've showed my kids that it's just, 
I make them look at the other lunch and um, not say anything to the other kid, but look at the kid's behavior. And I'm telling you, my, my kid's like, oh, that one, uh, he's, he can't sit still. He's always up. The teacher's yeah. And I said, oh, what do you, I said, what does he get for lunch? He goes, oh, he eats Lunchables. One of them, one of them gets a Pop-Tart each day and a juice. I, I just have them observe that. And again, like you said, doesn't mean they don't eat potato chips in my house or have pizza. So I don't go crazy like that, but I just make sure they have a tiny salad each day at minimum, some fruit and vegetable, lean proteins. And then I'm not going to, you know, not let them have pasta and all this other stuff, you know, but sure. Lunchables and things like that. No, I don't have those in my, yeah. I mean, listen, there's a difference between veggie straws and pop tarts, right? Like there is. No, it, it's you, life in moderation. And, and right. the key though, is that my kids understand the microbiome and, and last night's call. So every Tuesday night, I do this live zoom call with all the community members that are going through the better health method. And the method is basically a course for you to help figure out number one, let's restore your digestive system and microbiome, and then help you figure out what foods work best for you. So everybody does it differently. But what's interesting is if you look at the zoom calls, you see mom and daughter, uh, husband and wife and kids on, on the zoom calls now. Mm -hmm. And the kids are watching because as much as you think that they're like, Oh, I don't care about it. They care. They see the difference yeah. in themselves. This one little boy, he was 12, two weeks ago, three weeks ago. And he got on, she's like, yeah, he wanted to say something. He's like, it's been really great. He's like, it actually chokes me up because he was so sweet. He just goes, I just feel calm now. Oh, and I was like, oh, so little buddy meant it like he was just like it was almost an internal struggle. But a kid's never going to come to you and be like, look, I'm really anxious. <laughs> I know. This is really getting to me. This algebra, they, they they just won't give you that. So he she, and the mom, you could see she was kind of like, I didn't realize this guy. He was feeling it and they can't always articulate it. So, well, this, it's also uh, their stress being this, you know, they pick up on your stress. So if you're not, it's a yeah. movement. Hey, hey, Kim, so you, you've watched the genesis of this, this uh, method. If you could remind us how you first actually, because now in, in full disclosure, now you now work, you're the creative director for Better Health, but you started as a client. And did your mom start first? Or you start first. Tell, tell us your kind of your background here. I actually found Pure Proactive yeah. <laughs> through um, the Institute for Integrative Nutrition because I also really wanted to help people. And I struggled a lot with my weight because nothing worked for me at all. Time out. So Pure Proactive was the previous name of Better Health. Just right. for listeners. Yep. Yeah. So I found I found uh, an ad for health coach and I just graduated from the Institute. Institute for Integrative Nutrition, and um, I hadn't lost any weight. Like going through the program, like going through that school, I had learned how to like sort of run a business, but I didn't have any like formula that worked for people, which was very frustrating. So when I came on as a health coach, I went through the method myself, and I was shocked because I had lost so much weight in the first month and had never been able to do it. But more than the weight loss, like it was, I knew how it was working, and I felt so educated and empowered by it that my mom was inspired to join me with it. And she had gone through the same struggle. So it was kind of a generational struggle that we've had. We just didn't, I mean, we just didn't know how to eat. We didn't know what was working and what wasn't working. And I didn't feel empowered by IIN to know how to help people. So I was, I started as a health coach and, um, it's a method that always worked. I mean, I was getting, I got some five stars from clients because I, you know, it, it, there was something that was working for them and I could just 
care about them as a person and not have to worry about not like knowing I wasn't going to help them reach their goals. I knew for sure. Like if you follow the method, you're going to achieve what you're looking for, like at last, but more importantly, you're going to know how you did that. So you can replicate it at any time. And, you know, the magic sauce is in like, we'll help you implement it. We'll help hold you accountable and like help support you. But the, the real gem of it all is that you're going to get an education about what really works in your body and what doesn't. So it was really great going through it with my mom. And actually we've gone through the program again together, like since COVID started, because all of the stress really got to us both. And uh, my dad is like, was like an ex linebacker, like big dude, but he was so scared by like the pandemic and he's never scared of anything. Cause he's six foot three linebacker looking dude, you know, never, but he's scared of the virus, you know? So like, and he was overweight. Um, and also his father was diabetic. So this last time my mom decided to go through the program with me, uh, my dad joined because it was really the first time in his life. He was like, Oh my God, like I need to like <laughs> listen to this. <laughs> and he's, he's lost a ton of weight. He knows what to do. He's really embraced like food is actually medicine. It can really help support his body. So it's really cool to see him eating well, my mom eating well. And like, it's the best thing to see my niece and nephew, their grand, their grandkids, like eating carrots and like snacking on bell peppers and like, just because they have such a great environment to be supported in. So like, it's just, it's just so cool to see how once the mom is involved, really, like the whole family gets involved and just seeing the virus's effect on my dad's mentality towards food as medicine, like embracing preventative medicine has been game changing. You remember, Aaron, uh, Dr. Simmons also went to the, we say, they say IIN, but the Integrated Institute of Nutrition. Mm -hmm. And this is a year long course. Is how many? Yeah. A year year long course. It's over $5,000. It's done all remotely. Really great. Uh, As she said, a lot of speakers, Dr. Hyman, you get a lot of great information, but what's super interesting is most of the people going through it are really just seeking help for themselves, right? They're seeking answers. Right. It does a great job of giving a lot of different perspectives on a lot of different approaches. And yet it still doesn't really address the methodology that everybody has to figure out this on their own. And so for within 30 days of 30 to 60 days of following the better health method, you figure all this out on your own because your body already has the blueprint. You don't need any more knowledge. Like you don't need to go out there and learn all this crazy stuff. You just, re- your body already knows what to do. It already has a blueprint to heal. If you get a cut in your mouth, do you have to like tell it to do something? You have to like talk to yourself and say, this is how you heal. Now the lymphocytes come in. No, it'll orchestrate it right. seamlessly. So why cloud your brain with all of this when you just say, I feed the microbiome, the microbiome gets me healthy. The microbiome keeps my cravings at bay. It helps my, reduce my anxiety, my stress, my blood pressure, and the body works. I'm just getting out of its way. Mm-hmm. It's much easier and we don't have to even think about it. Now we can take time to think about how we can plan our future, how we can get our finances in order, how we can plan great experiences in our life. Because we, for one time, don't have to obsess about our weight or health or any of those things. Right. Uh, and so it's it's really magical. You're, you're clearing the cobweb, so to speak. So totally. that you can, yeah. And, and another study when it comes to chronic disease like diabetes, they did a study at the National Institute of Health and Research called the PREDICT-1 study. And the research eval- evaluated about 1,100 diet volunteers. And they found a significant relationship between a plant-based high-fiber diet 
and the amount of bacteria known to help prevent the development of type 2 di diabetes, mm -hmm. which Better Health is now a fully recognized diabetes prevention program, which means our outcomes have demonstrated that anyone who goes through their program and hits the outcomes, their likelihood of getting diabetes in the next three years goes down by 60%. That's uh, incredible. And, and again, it's not me. It's just their body. Their, their body is able to do this. We know um, it's not you. I know. And then it's my coaches. And in another analysis, <laughs> researchers looked at results from several studies to see if the microbiome really did have an effect on the way our bodies process sugar. So what they found was that certain species of bacteria in the healthy gut microbiome played a significant role in producing anti-inflammatory substances, which improved your glucose metabolism, insulin response, and increased feelings of fullness and reducing fat cell production. I mean, you can't, that, that no, should be a bottle, right? If right. you could put all those things in a bottle and really, what are you well, doing? Well, then Medicine Mike would be rich and we don't want Medicine that. Medicine Mike, that's Supplement Sam. Oh, sorry. What are the programs that are approved or what is better health approved by, am I saying this right? Like what are the programs? Oh, yeah. We talk about diabetes prevention. Yeah. Like, tell us like what has the stamp of approval? Yeah. So we started out direct to consumer from 2008 to 2017. So it was just people came on, they enrolled. We basically tell everybody the same thing, work with us for 30 days. If you're not a success, we'll just give you your money back. We're really good about holding true to our word, which is probably why we have so many five-star reviews. I, I just believe in helping people. And if not, give them a high five and move them on. And so most people have come to us direct consumer. In 2017, we started submitting our data to the CDC and became fully recognized. What they did was they started about 40 different health plans, started sending us all of the people that are showing up pre-diabetic. It's like one in, almost like one in three Americans right now are pre-diabetic. Then we had such good results with the pre-diabetics, health plans like Blue Shield of California, Blue Shield of South Carolina, some Anthem plans, some employer groups started sending us people with diabetes, hypertension, and obesity. And now they're sending, which they probably should have sent first, uh, now they're sending us their digestive health issues, autoimmune issue folks, uh -huh. because those medications are so expensive. So these health plans covering this are saying, Paul Markovich, the CEO of Blue Shield of California, said at a big health conference, the guy was growing them, like you said, cynical and skeptical. The moderator is like, come on, we've been promised these wellness programs are going to deliver such amazing things. You know, he said to the guy, Paul, I said, Paul, what has you so excited? And he said, out of 70 different providers, and they have over 4 million members, out of 70 different providers, Better Health is actually reversing diabetes. And on top of that, saving them $150 per participant per month. So the financial incentive is now there for these health plans to cover it. And the way we got it covered, if you don't think we believe in what we do or believe in what you are, your microbiome, we believe more in the person is, we take them at risk. Our structure, just like if I take a person who pays for the program at risk, if it doesn't work for them, I give their money back. With the health plans, we take the person on risk. And if they don't hit certain key outcome metrics like dropping A1C, blood pressure, medications, certain weight loss, then we don't get paid. And it's called pay for performance. So that's really how we, um, the same way we've, allowed people to do the program without risk, the same thing for the health plans. And we are saving them thousands and thousands of dollars, which is why they keep adding on to the folks that they're giving us. Awesome. And that's nice for everybody to hear how that system works because, you know, everybody has, you have a stake in it too, but, and the results always beneficial. The, the positive result for people who are on the plan is positive for everyone involved. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think a, a coach, a client recently said to me, she said, I know my success builds upon the success of the person that hasn't even come yet because 
I want to make sure I'm doing a good job so that my aunt can do this too. Because when you look at your health, you, your brain automatically starts to think about the health of other people around you. And you're like, this could help so-and-so, this could help so-and-so. And you're like, yeah, but you got to start with you first. And if you're successful, then they'll, they'll be successful. Right. So CC, you have not been on the plan. No, I have not. Well, what are you waiting for? Um, honestly, I don't know because I, I think that initially to me, which is a question that I had for you, like hearing how much these little things can have a major effect on us is kind of scary. And it just kind of makes me want to like, I don't even know what to do about it. I don't even want to think about it. And then it's like, you get into the cycle where I don't even want to change it because it's too exhausting to think about. So like, what are little steps that people can do to start working in the right direction? Yeah. So it's normal to me that you feel overwhelmed by it because your microbiome is off. <laughs> Probably. Yep. <laughs> and so your response to these types of things is going to be over inflamed or over responsive. Right. My hands are getting sweaty just thinking about it. Yeah. And, and <laughs> unfortunately, that translates into every part of your life and it can also reduce your performance and everything. Right. Your work from relationships, just a relationship with your, yourself. And so you're at that heightened state of anxiety and, and, and mental and physiological inflammation. So what I would say to you is that you can imagine that it's really not that difficult because if the baby step approach that we take is we give you a coach and we say, give us three good days. Can you give up, you know, slathering chemicals on your skin for three days? Can you give up alcohol for three days? Uh, if you can give us a good three days, then chances are that microbiome will kick in and you will start to crave more and more of this lifestyle because you're going to see results. You're going to feel better. So don't think right. of it like I got to get rid of all this stuff in my life. Just start with the baseline of, of three days. And then the outcomes drive the habit, right. right? Drive the new behavior. But I do have a question for you. Uh, would you mind sharing how old you are? I'm 23. Okay. <sighs> 23. <laughs> don't sigh, Aaron. <laughs> because I wish, I wish I'm oh, 23. Like I, you could go talk to that girl. but. If you were to think about your friend group and your family group, uh, right. what percentage of them are dealing with anxiety and, you know, stress issues? Oh, my God. Most of them. Yeah. And, and that, that's, that's your, your football player on the, the captain of the quarterback is feeling it and the person in band and the teachers. I don't even know how we're not destroying each other as much as we are. That, that's, what, that's what social media shows how anxious we are because of all the polarization that happens because we just need to get it out. Like um, I think John Sequeira said it best, Aaron, on our podcast, he would, sometimes he scrolls through looking for a fight because he, right. he doesn't know why, but he, and sure. he, sometimes he's looking for that. And so Cece, I would say to you that you have initially the ability to give yourself three days. I can pamper myself for three days and nourish myself for three days that could prevent you from having to struggle with anything health related for the rest of your life. And yeah. by doing that you also could then people around you would start to see how easy it really is. And then you would also be able to help those that you, you love the best, because this is not about weight loss. That's, you know, this is not about a certain tangible benefit you want out of the next 30 days. The only thing you want in the next 30 days is we all need a reset. There's too much crap in our environment. We all, we all, it's producing cancer. The byproduct will be, yeah, I've lost weight. I look great. I mean, my cousin, Allison, she was working out three times a week. You'll see her pictures on our Instagram. She was working out more than that. She was an instructor and 
most people say, oh, you're in shape. You're okay. But she still was carrying extra weight and she would come visit. And I'm not somebody that pushes my stuff on. Like, I don't talk about it. And I just let them come to me. And finally she said, Hey, I was on Facebook and so-and-so my aunt, you know, my other cousin did the program. I said, Oh yeah, well try for a few days. You got to see her now. I mean, she looks like a fitness model and she's so empowered and she dealt with so much anxiety and so much stress and all of that has gone away. And now it's showing up in her physical appearance, but it was really the behind the scenes. That was so important. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. So I'm going to do a rapid fire drill with you. Okay. So if you could, so I'm going to give you an emotion that people are feeling or a problem. And then you, if you could associate a food choice that would help start to alleviate that problem. Sure. Okay. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. I just, just preface this with, he didn't get, go to Cornell. So everybody needs to give him a break if it takes him a few extra seconds. Sure. Okay. Anxiety. Wine. <laughs> Jesus Christ, really? <laughs> Thank God. God, I thought you were okay. going to say avocado. So, so uh, anxiety, you have a few different ways you can, do, you can do this. Anytime you pour a cup of coffee or even a hot tea, drinking hot tea and drinking a cup of coffee uh, releases dopamine within the body. And that can just naturally just calm anxiety. Mm-hmm. So that's more of a mental, emotional state. Mm-hmm. So that is one food that, if you want to call it a food, would, would be a, a good opportunity. Another thing to do is to realize that when you're ang- anxiety, it's almost like a leg cramp, a muscle cramp when you're mm-hmm. running. So I always tell people to take a little adrenal cocktail, which is some four ounces of organic orange juice, mm-hmm. half a teaspoon of cream of tartar, which is what they scrape from the wine barrels, which full of potassium, and some Himalayan sea salt. And you mix that together, and that can actually help calm down the physiology. It's also good in prevention, so you could take it before bed, mm-hmm. so you don't wake up at 3.09 in the morning, you know, ripe with the anxiety. Yeah, I do. I do that at night, actually. Okay, but fatigue. Apples. And Why? Uh, you'll get the fiber immediately and your body will have to go to work to uh, utilize it. And it will just give you a very quick rush of, of energy Okay. without without the spike that will then drop you just as fast because it's time released sugar. Right. So not, so an apple, not, um, an apple Jolly Rancher. Yeah. Not an apple smoothie. Right. Okay. Got it. You want to eat that apple to get that time release of the fiber. Uh, Anger. Marijuana. <laughs> uh, not any edible that has marijuana. Yeah, well, that's fine. That counts. It's not one of those. Stuff. Yeah. All right. But I would say anger might be a starch, like a, a sweet potato. Mm-hmm. Fill you up, calm you down, you know, get the get the body from stop shaking into that fight or flight mode. The starch might be a good, good one if you're really feeling angry. Okay. Uh, depressed. Uh, so like roots, root teas, like ashwagandha root, those are really, really good for depression. It's not really an emotion, but it's a state. Hungover. Um, so <laughs> without a doubt, the adrenal cocktail for that, because your body's going to be dehydrated from the night before, which means you'll be flushing out your electrolytes. Water is essential in any type of hangover situation. And then, you know, any type of food that could give you a lot more vitamin B replenishment. So any of your fruits and vegetables will, will help. So 
even though your tendency is to go towards fried foods, heavy fat foods, to, you know, that old myth to absorb the alcohol, you really, that's really going to make it worse. Well, it's not a myth. So when you have all that alcohol, who also drank all that alcohol? Your liver. Your liver. And then who else? Your 300 trillion. Oh, microbiomes. Microbiomes. So what ends up happening is, is that they're depleted and then they have the poor cravings. Those poor little microbiomes. You know, the analogy I can give you, if you really want to know how impressive they are, is it's basically like Whoville. <laughs> I was going to say Smurfs. Yeah. <laughs> it's Whoville. It's this whole little community down there that is, they're laughing at you all the time. Like, <laughs> like what, are you, what are they thinking? Like, remember the rap? Like, you would put this stuff on your belly to, to shrink your, you know, weight, all these mm. concoctions. None of it is working. Yeah. And that's why everyone's so upset and stressed out. Well, thank you. Sorry. I will uh, end your rapid fire quiz for today. You did an excellent job. To to bring home, because people do always want to know kind of the weight loss part of it. So in the research on weight loss, you know, we've talked about COVID, which is really what I, I want you to get out of this is this is your tied to your immune system, your anxiety, depression. That's the most important. When it comes to weight loss, this is kind of a no-brainer. Researchers of Washington University in St. Louis were able to breed mice with zero gut bacteria. So they made mice that have zero gut bacteria, just like a baby. A baby's born without zero gut bacteria, as we learned, and you get it from the mom. But when they transplanted the gut bacteria of an obese mice into mice with no gut bacteria, the new gut bacteria caused the non-obese mice to gain weight. So literally just by giving them this microbiome from an obese mouse was contribute to their weight gain. On the flip side, certain strains of gut bacteria when transplanted into the mice contributed to weight loss. They're doing this now. They're doing fecal transplants now on humans to help with more advanced uh, like uh, C. diff issues that people can't mm -hmm. get rid of it or uh, IBS and Crohn's type issues. They're already doing this. My thing is before you have to shove the poop of another human into your body, you should just start eating <laughs> your own way and make a diverse microbiome yourself. Oh, I could, I might have to go for a second. <laughs> okay. and, and then scientists lastly took uh, bacteria from guts of human identical twins, one of whom was obese and one who was lean and transferred those bacteria into the guts of the lean germ-free mice. And the bacteria from the obese twin made the mice become fat, but the bacteria from the lean, lean twin did not. And, and I want to really, this is a really important one because they've done this Swiss studies on these 90,000 sets of twins. And so when people come to me like, ah, it's just my metabolism, it's my DNA, my genes, what they found was they took this, this set of twins and, and people are always saying, well, it's in your genes. Well, they found that in a different study that the twin that avoided the risk factors for you know, heart disease, cancer, stroke, diabetes were less likely to get it. They only got it 9% of the time, even though they lived a healthy life. So your own 23,000 human genes don't compare to the 3 million genes of the microbiome because 99% of your gene expression comes from your microbiome. And so case closed on that. <laughs> I just don't understand why I never learned anything about this. Like I've helped produce this podcast for like what, five, six episodes now. And like, I went to high school. I went to college. I didn't go to Cornell. I went to UNC, but I went to college <laughs> and like, I didn't, I didn't know anything about it. Like nobody ever taught me. Well, the reason why is that the scientific instruments have finally come to the point where they can actually study this correctly. 
This is ancient wisdom. Hippocrates is the one who said, look well to the gut for all disease. He also said, let food be thy medicine. But they didn't really have to focus too much on gut health up until the Industrial Revolution when they could start or uh, farming, ancient farming, when they realized that they started talking about Crohn's disease and IBS. But now when I first did this, they didn't have this information. They knew there's been studies going on since the 70s. They had an inkling, but they really just didn't have the instruments to study it. And I'm telling you that even three years ago, I, there's still some probably MDs out there right now and research will, will, if you get them and they don't know about it, still think it's it's quackery. We, we were talking to a large health system and they have this chief medical officer. This doesn't mean age discrimination, just been on the job a long time and was like, I just don't get the whole gut health thing. And I'm like, well, why would you? You went to school in 1968. Right. You haven't kept up on it because every researcher, including Duke University and, and Harvard. and so. It's one of those sciences that is so emerging so fast that now you're seeing four or five different pharmaceutical companies building these probiotic libraries. So of course, they're gonna try to make a pill form of this that's gonna just change the world. But mm-hmm. as you know, you know, I have a supplement line, but I tell everybody those supplements, the probiotics, the enzymes, they're just to support the good, healthy food you're eating. If you're not eating yeah, good, right. you're just sprinkling seeds on the desert. and they always want to like pinpoint it. Well, this is the bacteria. Like yeah. this is the one. They just found poop from someone like six, 650,000 years ago when we diverged from Neanderthal to Homo sapiens. And they found that they, there's difference in the, in the bacteria. And so what the unique part of that finding is, is that they found some bacteria in the Neanderthals that are obviously died off because they were just hunters and we became gatherers and society makers as homo sapiens. They're like, oh, well, what if we could get that bacteria back into our system? Maybe that's the, as Sudhir had said, like with Ayurvedic medicine, it's about the wholeness. It's about the completeness of something and letting mm-hmm. the biosphere do the work. Let it decide what we need and what we don't have. So by having a diverse food group, your body will have a diverse microbiome. But of course, the scientists want to say, nope, this is it. It's lactobacillus and we got to give everybody this pill. And that could actually offset the balance, right? If you you do too much of it or not enough. So it's more important to me, like do it as much natural as you can, have an overarching probiotic and digestive enzyme that can just give you a little bit of everything. And then your body will, will do it so quickly and easily. And I mean, we have people, most people lose three to five pounds a week and they couldn't lose at all. We have people couldn't sleep through the night, sleeping through the night, their skin looks better. And again, that's from the, that's just healing from the inside out. Nothing that we're doing other than giving them the coach and they have a stressful life. So the coaching is the secret sauce. The fact that we give you a one-on-one coach to walk you through this, but then you have the community, the support, we give you all the recipes. If you don't like to cook, we now send the meal straight to your home. So we made every way to this, make this so easy so that you can express your best health. It's like a vacation for your microbiome. Thank you for all you teach us every podcast and every day, uh, Dr. Bill. My pleasure. I really appreciate you guys uh, getting on and um, I can't wait to next week. So thank you for listening, everybody, to the Quacks and Hypochondriacs podcast. If you like the show, be sure to rate, review, subscribe, do all the things that help us and help you find the show when the next episode comes out. And don't forget to visit our sponsor. Who the heck could be our sponsor? That's BETRHealth.com. This episode was produced by Earfluence. It got much better tonight because we had Cece on as a guest. I think thank Jason, you. Jason should not uh, ever come back on our podcast. <laughs> but thank you for producing this. Thank you, Cece. Thank you, Kim, for being part of this, the creative director of Better Health. 
and my beautiful, lovely sister, Erin O'Hearn. She's not really my sister, but I feel like she's but my sort sister. of. Yeah, but I'm so- your microbiome sister. That's it. You're my micro sister. <laughs> Wax and Hypochondriacs podcast will be back next week. Thanks so much, everybody. Have a great night. Hey there, listeners. Did you know we not only have an award-winning podcast, but we have an amazing blog to go with it? If you go over to BETRHealth.com and click on the blog button, you'll have access to recipes, member stories, food is medicine tips, and so much more. That's BETRHealth.com slash blog.